started this morning. Glad to see everybody out. and We, uh, I don't know, jumped right into the middle of fall, I guess, and what was it, like 40-something when you woke up this morning? Maybe less. <laughs> so anyway, here we are. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with a prayer, and then we'll get into our worship. Let's all bow. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all of our blessings, God. We thank you for uh, just being here this morning, uh, Father, we thank you for waking up and uh, seeing the beauty that you surround us with. Uh, Father, the, uh, the chill in the air, the changing of the leaves, uh, Father, you just surround us with so much beauty. Uh, God, we are so, uh, so blessed uh, by you and so blessed uh, to be here. Uh, Father, I pray that our time uh, together would be, would be encouraging. Father, I pray that it would be uplifting to us. Uh, Father, that it would be we would lift our uh, hearts and our voices in praise to you. Uh, Father, we're so worthy of, um, you're so worthy of praise, uh, Father, and worthy of everything that we have to give. Uh, Father, just pray that we would hold nothing back from you. Father, I pray that we would try to encourage the people around us, uh, Father, with, um, with our hearts, with our voices, uh, God, just with our presence. And I just uh, thank you uh, for everyone that's here, uh, Father, for every heart that's here, uh, Father, that's seeking you, uh, 
Father, and I just pray that you would bless, uh, bless us this morning. God, bless us with your spirit. Uh, Father, bless us with um, faith and hope. Uh, Father, with mercy and grace and all the things that you shower on us so richly, Father. I just pray that you would be with the men who will serve this morning. I pray that you would be with their hearts. I pray that you would help them to uh, direct us to you, uh, Father, to just point us in your direction and help us see Help us see your beauty and your light, uh, Father, and the, uh, the glory and, and wonderful that you are. Uh, Father, I pray that you would be with Jamie. pray that you would bless his word this morning. Uh, Father, just uh, give him the words to speak. Uh, Father, give him the boldness to speak them in a way that um, is uplifting to us. Father, is challenging to our hearts. Uh, God is glorifying to you and ultimately brings us closer to you. Let's pray for those who are sick. Uh, Father, I pray that you would bless them, uh, put your hands on them, heal them if it's your will. Uh, Father, I pray that you would be with those who are struggling. Uh, Father, if it's uh, spiritually, mentally, uh, physically, Father, whatever it is, God, I just pray that you would bless them, bless their lives, uh, put your hands on them, help us to support and lift them up. Uh, Father, and just help us to walk alongside uh, God and to, um, to be like Jesus. Uh, Father, I just pray that um, as we go through our time this morning, uh, Father, we'll all be blessed by being here. Uh, again, Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for being with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart
from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. <clears throat> While you guys are turning there, um, you know, this verse uh, is awesome. So, um, you know, if you've been listening to Jamie's sermons the last couple of weeks, um, or maybe if you weren't listening and you want to listen this week, uh, like me and Caden sleeping in the back, um, we, you know, it's all about patterns, what Jamie's been talking about. It's awesome uh, having this clear instruction the Bible gives us for, you know, when you're someone like me who's constantly just stuck and doing things that you don't want to do. So Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, 
I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let's bow. Heavenly Father, we come to you to praise, to uh, lay our burdens upon you, and uh, just get fellowship with each other, Lord. Lord, we uh, pray that as we listen today, each of us gets from it what we need. And Lord, we just uh, uh, pray that you be with the world today, Lord. Uh, the obvious is the Israel war going on. Lord, we pray that you bring a, a swift and decisive end to it, Lord, and that uh, it does not spread um, with other countries getting involved, Lord. Lord, we pray, pray for our church leadership. Lord, we pray for their, give them guidance, give them comfort, give them wisdom, Lord. And Lord, we just uh, pray with our community. Let us be a lighthouse unto them. Uh, let's uh, help us to draw the people in uh, who desperately need you, Lord. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Worthy Lord, my Lord is worthy, worthy now of praise. Worthy Lord, my Lord is worthy, worthy now of praise. Holy Lord, my Lord is holy, holy now and just. Holy Lord, my Lord is holy, holy now and just.
things which are important, important to us to remember. Things like uh, birth of a child, remembering your anniversary, remembering your, spi your spouse's birthday, which in my case, my wife's two days after mine, so the good Lord was looking out for me on that one. <laughs> Coming to service. Everything here that we do is important. Uh, when we sing praise, joyfully singing, that's important. When we hear the scripture read and hear the prayers said and hear one of Jamie's outstanding sermons, those are important. But communion, uh, that's very important because it represents a promise for us. It represents the greatest gift given to us and that was a new covenant a chance for us to be in heaven basically to get a get out of hell card free so as we partake of the bread remember what this represents the suffering the love the new promise the promise for us if you join me in prayer father god we thank you for your blessed son that he came to this world he suffered and died. He made a new covenant. He, got, he took upon him our sins so that, Lord, that you would accept us into heaven and forgive us. Lord, we pray as we partake of this emblem, the bread that represents his body, that we'll do in a, so in a manner pleasing to thee. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen.
Let's continue our thanks. Father God, we thank you for this emblem, the emblem that represents your son's precious blood, the blood that washed all the stain from us of sin, that we will be standing as white as snow, Lord. Father, as we partake of this emblem, I pray that we partake of it in a manner that's pleasing unto thee. In Jesus' holy name, amen. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I see. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up by me a fool. You are my all in
chance to greet each other, and we'll come back together with a song after that. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you.
I will love it. 
morning, sunshine. How are you all today? Everybody says good, right? Good morning. It's good to be with you all. It's really good to be with you all. Let's pray together, and we will keep moving through this service. God, it's so good to be together in you. It's wonderful to, to be blessed to sing songs of praise to you, Father, That songs that you have inspired wonderful people to write, songs from their hearts, from your heart, that we could sing from our hearts, communicate with you of our, our love for you. And Father, the songs are truths from your word, and when they're truths from your word, we grow even when we're singing. That's like a, like a melodic Bible study. And so thank you for the time we could be together this morning and sing songs to you. God, thank you for the hearts that are here, friends and family that we love. Be with those who are not able to be here today, those who may be watching online and whatever's going on in their lives. But Father, I pray today that through your word and through this encouragement, we could grow. Pray that you, through your spirit, would move us closer to you, God. I pray that you would um, mess with us a bit today. Let your spirit work in us today. And I pray that you would cause movement, um, cause discomfort, cause encouragement, cause support, but cause growth in all of our lives. Father, don't let any of us get out of here and not be different in a healthy way in you than we came in. You're good for us, Father. We need you desperately. Change our minds and our thinking to be more like yours today. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. We've been working through this pattern series in Romans chapter 12, uh, 2, as Jacob so wonderfully read. Um, and, and, and today we're looking at stuck. I'm going to look at, 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 the, at the, the, the way that we all get in a little of the, one of those places that is, uh, just kind of gets us stuck. And I know when you think of those things, when you think about stuck, your mind chases us in places. And I just want to remind us that the call is not to conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed. And Paul's saying in verse 1, he's saying, don't, he says, in view of God's mercy, right, don't, don't chase these patterns. One of the patterns we get into in our lives is, is the stuckness, if you will, uh, not going anywhere, spinning my wheels. Uh, if you work with um, people very much, and I know all of us are in the, in the, in the life with people, uh, we see a lot of folks get stuck in different places. I work with a lot of college students. We've been stuck in vans all night long at times, and then we've had students break down and be stuck somewhere. I don't know what's going on. My car sounds weird, and it's in the middle of the night, and they're stuck. Maybe a relationship or whatever. Maybe some of these will, will, will like resonate with you. So what do you mean by stuck? Well, the first definition I want to hang on to here is stuck, unable to move. You're set in a particular pattern or position. It's a place or a place or way of thinking, okay? Unable to move, set in a particular pattern or position or a place or way of thinking. You're stuck. We're not talking about these kinds of things necessarily. It's just, I mean, if you have any issue with, like, claustrophobia, this haunts you. We were on a vacation in Florida. You know those wonderful old condos that are revamped, but they don't put a new elevator in? It's like 110 degrees, and you had to go up to the fifth floor, and you're like, I'm not sure if this is going to get up there. Then you get in the elevator, and it's like 140 degrees, and you're like, I don't want to get stuck. I'm just going to climb the stairs. I really did climb the stairs. I'm like, I'm not getting in that thing. 
stuck in traffic. We've all been there, right? You're going to Columbus. You're going somewhere. You gotta, uh, you're going to northern Ohio in the, in the morning somewhere, and as I have to do sometimes, I'm like thinking, what's going to happen when I go through Columbus? I've got to plan for that. Where's that long line at the concession stand? Nobody wants that, right? Stuck in a meeting, stuck at home, stuck in a, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, this one right here. The old one-sided conversation. The old, <sighs> just wake me up if I fall asleep. I'm really listening and I love you, but feedback's really good, right? We're driving, when we take road trips, there's a rule. It's, it's a rule that's really meant to keep everybody alive. It sounds really hurtful sometimes. If you don't know how to talk or converse, you don't get a ride in the front seat for long. <laughs> you only get a ride in the front seat for like 10 minutes. Then you're to the back because you're going to put Jamie to sleep. We got to keep this thing going. Don't be offended. Don't One-sided conversation. Nobody wants to be in those. Stuck on hold. Oh, you call the, your, your, yeah, your cell phone company, your dish network. I'd like to change my, hold on, I got to send you. Hold on, I got to send you. I've been on this for like two hours. Man, for whatever reason, TikTok, not that I would know. Um, Instagram, not that I would know. Facebook, why are my, why are my fingers numb? Why I got tendonitis in my elbow, right, Zach? We got, we got all kind of issues with this, um, with this thing right here, right? Do you know that, that, that younger guys aren't asking younger girls out on dates because they can't get off their phones for various reasons? They can't stop gaming or can't stop watching things that, yeah, just suck their brain dry of life. Social media is awesome, except for the stuck part of it. Stuck with me my whole life. This has stuck, you know this one, you know, maybe some of you said this. This has stuck with me my whole life. Or maybe um, you would say something like, I've just been stuck in this my, however you would say it. There's a story of a man, a very violent man, um, very hateful and mean, the bully of the community and very uh, criminally oriented, did horrible things all day and all night. Everybody was afraid to go outside. They're afraid to let their kids go out to play. And nobody could do anything about the guy. Law and order basically didn't exist in this small town. And day and night, he just ran over and ran through everything. And the fear of the community was so great that they had, there's like, we got to do something about this guy. Law and order is not going to exist here. And, and they don't know, but the guy is stuck even himself. They're stuck. We're stuck in our homes. You may have heard something about this a couple of weeks ago. There was a, a guy who had escaped, right, in, in um, somewhere you know, within an hour and a half, two hours of here, whatever. And everybody in their towns, man, they, they were saying, do not go outside, don't let your kids go outside. He's a very violent man. Stay indoors. And they were stuck. The community's stuck. Everybody's stuck. But, you know, he's stuck as well. I mean, I, I know that it doesn't seem stuck when someone is abusing you. You think you're the only one stuck. But when something is messed up in somebody, there's a stuckness. And the difficulty is, what do we do about it? Well, this guy, his life was just miserable, but more so, he was making it miserable for the community, but more so, he was miserable, but even more. And so finally, they did something about it. They were able to accost him. They were able to uh, get him uh, imprisoned, if you will, chain him up, 
put him in shackles, do whatever, and, and got him out of the story. And they were safe, and they were unstuck for the most part, but he still breathed threats. You know how prisoners do. I'm not going to be stuck in here forever. I'll get my voice heard throughout. However, you'll hear me at night. You'll hear me in the day. I have ways. And so they were free for the most part, and he wasn't. He was still stuck. Now he's stuck in prison, but he's also stuck in himself. The spiritual definition of stuck I want you to hang with is this. Feeling stuck spiritually in your relationship with God means experiencing a sense of stagnation, doubt, distance, and or lack of desire in your connection with God. Back to the beginning. It means experiencing a sense of stagnation, doubt, distance, and or lack of desire in your connection with God, his family, the church, and your understanding of your relationship to God. And, and I would say if we could talk just a moment really openly and we could get in little groups and we could say, how you feeling today? And you'd say, man, I'm stuck. I mean, the evidence is everywhere. I've been stuck since 2020. I've been stuck since quarantine. I'm still afraid to get out and do anything. It's killed my spiritual life. It's killed everything. Well, I'll be honest with you. It just helped kill everything. I was already struggling. And I still not got out. I'm not, I'm not out of this place. If we could talk, we would just be honest. And we could be honest. Not like this. We wouldn't talk like this. But if we just hang out, you'd find out that, and you look around the room, and you'd say, yeah, Wow, I didn't know he felt the same. I didn't know she felt the same way. I didn't know that we, yeah, we're just stuck. We're just stuck, right? And it's so difficult. The deal was stuck, and, and, and we had to do two things, right? We had to make two applications here. One, we had to think about ourselves as an individual, but guess what? As an individual, you're part of a church family. You're part of a larger family, and if you're healthy, you're aiding our health. If Jamie's healthy, he's aiding our health. God is working through us to aid the help. But if you're stuck, wouldn't the opposite be true? If you're stuck, you're not aiding. And it's not on the church to boost you. When you're stuck, not connected to God, the church is a healthy place and you're supposed to come and get a boost and encouragement. Yes, but somewhere we're supposed to step into the story and become those who aid others in their unstuckness. That's why we're here, to aid the moving forward. So what would be some of the symptoms of stuckness? This is important. And just watch for yourself in this. Watch for me. You can see me. We are all really transparent whether we think we're hiding well or not. And also watch for the church. Observe us as a whole. A litmus test, if you will. Symptoms of stuck. Doubts about your, your faith and your beliefs. How do I feel? What do I believe? Does God love me? Does he not? Was Jesus enough for me? Is he real? Is he in my life every day? I don't even, what about the church I'm going to? Are we, are we really alive? Are we asleep? Am I awake? Am I dreaming? What's going on? Doubts about my faith and my beliefs. If you're struggling here, you are living in some stuckness. 
And you don't have to be. You can absolutely know for sure what you believe. You can dispel those doubts. Life is never perfect. We will battle through places. But when you live in a place with Jesus, stuckness does not have to be a part of your life. Maybe feeling from God and disconnected. Some of you may be feeling that. I will tell you, you're stuck. It's a stuck place. It's not a fun place. You're in the elevator, and it's not going anywhere, right? You're in traffic, and there doesn't seem to be any movement. You're in line at the concession stand, and God doesn't seem to be answering you. Unable to, or unanswered questions about your spirituality. I, there's some things I don't know. We have conversations all the time, people with me, me with people. I, what's going on with this? How are we doing? And you as well. Why? Because people don't have answers, and so they're stuck. I will assure you, your best answer about anything spiritual is to go to Jesus. You don't need anybody propping up your faith. Jesus is really good at it. If you want to hang out with him, he'll take good care of you. But we are all here to walk through this together. A lack of personal growth or progress in your spiritual journey. I just seem to be the same place I was five years ago. Dad, we seem to be going backwards. Dad, do you not love going to church anymore? Why do we not serve or do or care? I heard so-and-so does these. Lack of personal growth if you're not moving forward. You're not sitting still. There's no such thing. Either moving forward or you're going backwards. So, So stuck in this sense really doesn't apply well. And when you're going up a hill and you on the snowy hill and you lose traction, you don't just stop. (laughs) You go the other way. Lack of personal growth or progress in your spiritual journey. Overall discontent. Just overall, I'm just overall discontent with life. I do not, I don't feel, the church doesn't do anything for me. This Bible stuff, I'm not sure what's going on. Lonely, lack of spiritual desire or understanding at all how this fits in my life, lack of spiritual commitment, knowledge, or direction. I hear this, I just feel like I just need to be more committed. I feel like we need to be more committed. I don't know enough. I said, no, you don't know anything. (laughs) Some of these things you say don't make any sense, and I'm not that smart spiritually. Spiritual Commit, lack of spiritual commitment, knowledge, or direction. Moving somewhere forward. Moving somewhere forward. If you're not there, you're struggling. You're stuck. Lack of willingness to serve God, his church, or others. Lack of relationship with God, his church, with your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're struggling with any of these things, just take your pulse spiritually for a moment. What's, what's really easy to do right now, instead of saying, this is me, I mean, when you're stuck in an elevator, you can't lie and say, I'm not in here. No, you're going to say, I'm in here, get me out. I can't take this anymore. If you're stuck in line, you're like, oh, I've been in this line, man, get another person, open another register, please. We've been in here forever. Man, get on maps, see if there's another route. I'll go an hour out of the way, then sit still, stuck in this traffic. Please get me moving. 
But spiritually, this is what we do. I'm not stuck. You just don't do anything for me. I'm not stuck. This church is just dead. It is not going anywhere. I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck. You just don't know all the stuff I do. I'm not stuck. You're stuck. I'm not stuck. You are. Straight fourth grade, third grade. I mean like that. I'm not stuck. You are. <laughs> I'm not the one you are. We blame everything else. Well up in our pride. No, I study a lot, man. I sing to Jesus all the time when the church ain't around. I serve everywhere. You don't know what money I give in other places. And Jesus is like, I do. I know real well if you're in that elevator, if you're not, if you're in that traffic, if you're not, if you're in that concession stand line, or if you're not. I know if you're stuck or not. You can, Jamie, you can confuse all these people about where you live right now, but you do not confuse me. 100% understand where you are. Now, I love you, but I didn't make you to be stuck. I made you to have big life. Legion was stuck, man. He's terrorizing that community. Everybody's afraid to go outside. You read Mark chapter 5. They're like, what are we going to do? They bound him, chained him, finally got him out of there, put him in the, in the tombs. And he's like, oh, you think you're going to hide me in the tomb? And he screams out night and day, even though he's in chains. People feel free, but they're not free anymore. People feel safe, but he screams and yells and reminds them, I'm still here. And they think they've got him chained, and he is chained, but they're still chained in their hearts. And they think that he's out of the way, and that he's, like, and he's chained physically, but he's also chained, chained emotionally. He's chained spiritually. He's a mess. You know the story. You know the story well. What a beautiful story. Jesus shows up. He's on a boat. Been a weird night on the sea, stormy, odd, weird, gets out of the boat, legion comes around to him, hits his knees. What do you want with me? You come to torture us. Disciples must have been weirded out because the community was so weirded out, they chained him up. Put some clothes on, man. What do you do with these chains? Quit yelling and screaming all the time. And the end of this awesome story is as he's here, Jesus asks him his name, and he says, Stuck. <laughs> My name is Stuck. I'm a mess. Well, what's your real name? <laughs> Legion, because we are many. There's so much stuff that's got me stuck. There's so many things that I'm messed up about, and Satan's got a demon for every one of them. It's got me confused, got me a mess, got me angry, got me mad, got me scared, all of this stuff. And Jesus says, Get out of him. Get into the herd of pigs. Pigs go down, all drown. Pig farmers go tell the, tell, tell the community what's happened. They all come out. They see Legion, this guy that was scaring everybody. They chained him physically. He's chained emotionally, mentally, spiritually, chained every way. They find him dressed. He's got clothes on now. And in his right mind, he's not stuck anymore. He's dressed and in his right mind, he's not stuck anymore. And they are so weirded out by his unstuckness. They're so weirded out by Legion not being stuck that they want Jesus to leave. It is so weird when you get unstuck. People don't know what to do with you. 
We're comfortable in our stuckness. Don't get unstuck because then I'm not going to be comfortable being stuck. If you start liking Jesus, loving Jesus, want to run around with Jesus, then I'm going to be like, what am I going to do now? You don't gossip with me. You aren't mad all the time. You don't want to go out and do whatever we used to do. You want to come to church and actually matter when you're in here. You want to have some life. I'm kind of comfortable in this nursing home or this uh, funeral home kind of atmosphere. It's not fun. We're not doing. We're not moving. Just shh. Maybe library is a better word. Sorry, Tim. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Shh. Legion's unstuck, and they want Jesus to leave. Jesus is bringing life, and they'd like for him to just get on out. He'd been unsticking people since he showed up. And so Jesus does. He grants them the, the thing that they asked for. No, Jesus, quite frankly, we'd rather stay stuck. Could you just move on to another town? All right. I mean, I could offer you life and hope. You remember Legion? I could offer you peace and happiness and joy. I could offer you a purpose and all those things you want and need, but you don't want that. So I'll go. And you know what Legion's like? This is where he lived his whole life. He's like, don't leave me here with these guys, man. Take me with you. I don't want to stay with these guys. They don't want you. I know what it's like to be them, and I don't want it anymore. And Jesus is like, no, you stay right here. You go around unsticking people. Tell them about me. Live for me. Tell the story. And, man, he does. Next time Jesus shows up in town, there are people showing up from everywhere. Unchained and unstuck. Legion was bound physically by others. He also stuck in his head and heart, and Jesus came and cut him loose. Jesus came and freed him, right? Not abracadabra, look me in the eyes, know who I am, experience me, and it will change your life. You don't just throw out a word, Jesus saved me. You hang out with him face to face, hanging out together. That's where you get these kinds of things. Not sure what happened to the physical chains, how they got rid of those things, but we know this. Jesus broke the chains on the Satan and placed on his heart, on his life and on his mind. You don't think that you have some change on your heart, life, and mind? We can't do that. We can't do that in church. We can't do that in life. We better not be doing that. Stuckness is that I love this. This is not mine. Most of this is not mine. This is so incredible. Let this sink in for a moment. Stuckness is there to bring awareness to the parts of ourselves we've habitually ignored and dishonored. Oh, wow. Man, that'll wreck you right there. Just keep reading that in a minute. Stuckness is there to bring awareness to the parts of ourselves we habitually ignored or dishonored, but we don't have time. Why? Because we've got to get another. I don't want to, I don't want to acknowledge this. It hurts too much. Tick tock. <laughs> I don't want to just, it hurts too much. I just got to go shopping. I'm going to make myself feel better. I got to go play basketball. I need some pickleball. I need something to get my mind off. I'm stuck. And I was going, stop it. You're staying in the stuck. 
By the way, I played pickleball for the first time with the guys Wednesday night after church. Actually kind of fun. That's for free. How to break the stuckness in our lives and become free and unchained. How do we do that? How are we going to get there? How can you, I, get free from this stuff? We already know if we confess, we'd all be like, yeah, boy. And do you self-soothe? Yes. Do you ignore it? Absolutely. At all costs. That's weird. Back to the same old thing. See, when when Jesus showed up, Legion's face-to-face with Jesus. It's like prayer. I'm just hanging out. Me and Jesus doing this thing that we do. Here's where I am. This is what she said. This is what he said. He's like, oh, you're stuck. You're all thinking life's about them. It's about me. And prayer is one of the main places you would go to get unstuck. And here's the one that we would ignore very much. Pain to cause pain. (laughs) Pain to release us from pain. I will do without whatever, Jesus, to get closer to you. I'll do, I'll do without whatever to get closer to you. I won't, I won't I'll deprive myself from food for a time. If it means getting out of this rut that I'm in, getting out of this place and getting real with you. Meditation. How, how, can, can you be alone and quiet and not think? Have you ever tried this? It's a practice we do with the intermission guys and girls a lot. Or we get alone and get real quiet and give a specific thing to think about. Don't think about anything else but this. Don't think about anything else but this. You know how difficult it is to stop thinking and not just doze off? Um, Don't have to think about. I guess I'll go to sleep. You know how good it is for your mind to just shut it off and still exist, still be awake and alert? One of the coolest things I was blessed to do, I, was, I, get, I get a good time away. Certain places I go and get a walk, exercise, pray, think, meditate. And a couple nights ago, I was in, a, in a, a situation where I had an opportunity to just get away. And it was a little later. Kristen's like, shoo, get. I'm like, okay. And, I, you know, it's pushing midnight. The whole world's quieting down. Trains are going by a little bit, and then a car, and then there's nothing. And I'm walking, and I'm praying. I pray for you guys. pray for this church. pray for things like what we're doing right now. And I'm like, God, I don't want to pray about anything. I don't want to sing. I like to sing. But I just want to be here with you and not think at all. I just want to hear the quiet and feel you and me together. And, man, it was so good. I was like watching the sun moon, and I'm like, I'd like to stay here all night. <laughs> I would just like to stay right here all night long. Seeking deeper relationship, pushing deeper because he's there for it. He's, every relationship you want, the opportunity is there to go deeper, and if you want it, you do. Seeking his presence, understanding. One of the prayers dear friends of mine pray often, help us sense your presence today with us gratitude, expressing it, and not just expressing it, but living in it. We're not here to fake. We're here to be and to become. And just being kind, man, just doing things for people because it's right 
to do. Seeing and seeking holiness in everyday life. Here's, the, here's this kindness, okay? Seeing and seeking holiness in everyday life. Breaking against compartment, compartment, word, line, word. Compartmentalizing holiness to, study mor- to Sunday morning and quiet time. One more time, let's say this better. Seeking, seeing and seeking holiness in everyday life. Pause. And it's breaking against compartmentalizing holiness to just Sunday mornings and quiet time. You get what we're trying to say here? And you, I don't want to read that again. Just read that for a moment. That, that holiness is something God calls us to not just on Sunday morning and your quiet time. Holiness is born out of everything or born into everything you do. It's small gestures of warmth and kindness done with God's strength and heart. It, they, they help us to embody holiness, gratitude, peace, love, and joy. You get where we're going here? There's a movement to getting unstuck, but it's not just pounding against whatever's holding you. It's moving in Jesus' direction, living out Jesus in everyday life. Holiness in the mundane. Here's, here's, this is a wonderful thought here, okay? Jesus met Legion by simply stepping out of the boat. Isn't that so profound? Legion's whole life is changed because Jesus got out of the boat. Does that hit anybody like it hits me? Because if it does, then is it possible that we can experience the same things by just getting out of our car? There's someone there. Getting out of the office or stepping into an office or out of the building just today. Jesus met Legion just because he got out of the boat. Stuck is a difficult place to be. Its symptoms are very, very difficult to live with. But it's there, to negle- it's there to address the neglected and dishonored parts of our lives. The good news is Jesus can break all the chains that keep us in the stuckness of life and free us to live the fullness he offers. He offers a lot of freedom. Galatians 5 says, it's for freedom that Christ has set you free. Be free then and do not let yourselves be burdened by a yoke of slavery. He didn't... He didn't free you to get stuck. He didn't free you to get bound. He didn't free you for someone else's opinion to live into your life. He freed you for himself. And then John 10, 10, last scripture for the day, last slide for today. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. He didn't come to keep you stuck. He didn't come so you'd be stuck. He came that you'd be free. Free to love, free to give, free to share, free to care, free to be kind, free to get involved, free to get out of your car like you got out of the boat, free to get out of your office like you got out of the boat, free to get out of this building and do something like you got out of this boat. If you're struggling in any way, if you're blessed in any way, you want to do something about it, you want to share with or seek prayers, uh, if you come forward, one of our elders will pray with you. If you have not given your life to Jesus, that's the main thing he came for, to unstick you to get you out of a life of sin and struggle and battle and death so that you could have freedom in him and spend eternity with him. He took your place. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. So in him we could have God's righteousness. So much bigger 
than what we live for. Whatever you desire, why don't you come? Say
Good morning. It's good to see everyone here this morning. Uh, if you're visiting with us, we're happy that you're here. If you're uh, visiting with us online, uh, we're also happy that you're here. So um, it's good to see everyone um, and good to be here today. Um, like Zach said earlier, the, the weather's changing and it's beautiful outside. And I love this crisp, cool air that we get in the mornings, uh, especially this time of the year. But it's good to see everyone here. If you didn't get a chance, uh, make sure that you pick up a bulletin on your way out. Uh, there's a lot of great information in there. Um, Karen Griffith uh, had her procedure on Wednesday morning, um, her heart procedure, and is still in Columbus right now. She is expected to be, if everything goes well, uh, to be released today to come home. So make sure and keep her in your thoughts and in your prayers. And I know uh, PJ is here with us this morning. It's really good to see you, PJ. Um, he had a little bit of a, of a uh, hospital stay earlier this week, but it's good that you're here and, and better and, and with us. So we're happy for that. So um, I don't have any other updates on that. So if, if you have those and we need to get those in the bullets and make sure and get those to us. I know that there's others that aren't listed here that are struggling today, um, some that are still recovering. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of little things going on, but make sure that you uh, continue to remember these people specifically in your prayers this week. Um, the Midwestern item for uh, this month is toothpaste, so we're collecting the toothpaste and the toothbrushes in the back. So make sure uh, when you get a chance to uh, get that done. There's a lot of things coming up uh, soon. Um, in two weeks, we're going to have the fall harvest party out at Dressback Farms. Um, that's October the 21st at 5 o'clock. There's some information in the bulletin for that, and I'm sure in the next couple weeks as we come up to that, um, that we'll have more information on that. That same day, that same morning, here at the, uh, at the building, uh, at 11 o'clock a.m., there's going to be a, a, a baby shower for Sam and Shelby Williams. Um, so uh, make sure uh, there's information in the bulletin on that. Um, about where she's registered and some RSVP information and things like that in there. So the directory, the pictorial directory is still on the board back there. Garris reminded me this morning to have everyone go by and put a little check mark by your name. If, you're, if all your information is correct on there. Um, and um, I guess last but not least, our home groups start tonight. So uh, the pads are still laid out in the back. There's all kinds of room there. So if you didn't get a chance to sign up for those, make sure that you sign up for those this morning. I know that uh, all the, the host of the home groups would love to have you at their place. Um, and uh, the list are there. For those of you that are hosting or leading a home group, uh, the uh, study guides are there for those. Um, all of our information is on, uh, all of our videos are on Right Now Media through your app. So uh, if you need help with that, make sure and see Jacob this morning. Um, to get yourself signed up for that or into that. It's a great study. Um, I've had a lot of uh, opportunity to preview uh, most of it. Um, Francis Chan does a great job um, with his study. Um, also for the, for the homes, uh, we've set um, communion there on each, uh, on each of the homes uh, sign-up sheets in the back, so make sure that you grab those for tonight. There's also going to be a group uh, meeting here at the building. Uh, doing the same study that we're doing at the home group. So it's an exciting time for us and a, a great time that we can spend with each other. So I just wanted to, uh, as we dismiss, if you'd stand with me, we're going to dismiss in prayer. But I just wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of what 
this is just kind of a, a brief uh, summary of, of what our home groups is going to be, be about. It's called Finding Truth, and it's by Francis Chan. But it says, in a world full of opinions and various definitions of truth, it can be hard to know where we find the real truth. We all have the tendency to do whatever it make, that makes us feel good and make our own decisions. But if we look to the Bible, we see that Jesus has a way for us to live <clears throat> that not only enhances our lives, but enhances those around us as well. And that's what the study is based on, uh, this Finding Truth study. But it's, re it's really good stuff. And if you're not able to join us in one of our home groups and you have the Right Now Media app, um, you can follow along with us. Um, we're gonna, there's four lessons in the series. And we're going to do four weeks, four lessons, really simple. So you can follow along with us as we do that. But there's a lot of great stuff there. So you guys have a great day with your families. And we look forward to seeing you at home groups tonight and then at Bible study Wednesday night. So um, if you bow with me, we'll be dismissed. <clears throat> God, it truly is a great day. Um, thank you for the time that we get to come spend together, for Jamie, for Zach. For all the guys that served here this morning, dear Lord, I'm thankful for their willingness to, uh, to serve, dear Lord, to, uh, to get in front of people and to, um, to show your love and your beauty and your might, dear Lord. Thank you for the voices. Thank you for the time that we, get to spend, uh, we got to spend together around the table uh, to remember your son, to remember his body, his blood, and the sacrifice that you've given us. For those that are struggling... Dear Lord, for those that have had procedures, for those that are struggling with other things in their lives, I pray that you watch over them and bless them this week. Thank you again for your son Jesus, for his body and his blood. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My life's in you, my strength's in you.